0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Empowering Artists Podcast, formerly the Hey Mom, Why Did No One Tell Me Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us or joining me, I guess, back today. And yeah, we have a new name, which is super exciting. Um, I sort of explained why, um, you know, I changed the name of the podcast and all that stuff in a previous like little mini so that was released earlier. And um if you wanna hear more like in-depth explanation, um go check that out. It's like a really short um it's a really short lesson. But the gist of it is that the Hey Mom, why didn't no one tell me podcast name? Well I love it and I came up with it, you know, a while ago. I just felt like it didn't accurately portray or fit what we talked about here on this podcast. And what we do talk about is empowering artists. So I thought it was perfect, especially since my free Facebook group is called Empowering Artists in Business. So I mean, the name just really made sense. So guys, thank you so much for joining me back here at the podcast, newly renamed. And let's just sort of jump right into what I want to talk about today. And today it's really all about like rethinking what it means, and finding work or a job as an artistic creative person. I feel like too many times or, you know, it's like too often it happens that, you know, we as artists, especially if you're an actor, dancer, or anyone in like the performing arts, it's like you tell someone that's what you want to do. And they're like, oh, well, you know, that's cool and all, but, you know, so many people are you know going to be going for that same role right so um i am an actor myself if um you didn't know that and that was something that i heard a lot it was oh well if you're an actor that's you know great but there are so many other actors out there and they're all going for the same role and they're all going you know like they're all going to the same auditions as you and you know it's just it seems so competitive And in the beginning, when I first started doing this, I was like, yeah, you know, it does seem competitive. I don't exactly know what I'm doing. I don't exactly know, like, if this, like, if I can even stand out from these other people. And that was something that I really did think about. And I kind of struggled with sort of in the beginning, especially when I graduated school and all my friends were off getting, you know, their first, you know, um, like full-time jobs. And I was still, you know, working part-time, and not really on that same path as them. And I remember thinking to myself, my gosh, like all my friends, they found jobs. They're making, you know, like a full-time salary. They're working full-time. And here I am doing not that. (laughs) Um, And I was like, oh gee, like maybe, maybe people are right. Like, you know, they're at their jobs and they're building their careers. And I'm here like either working my day job or you know I'm waiting in line for this audition. And I just over that first year it was kind of rough because I just I really felt like that was the case. I was like am I ever going to be able to find like, you know, serious consistent work as an artist? Like is that even possible? And the more I so after that first year, I got over sort of like that hump of you know, um just that roadblock of telling myself that it was going to be difficult, when I started believing in myself and believing in my talents and believing in my skill set, that's when I really started to think, okay, yeah, no, like me in this industry, I can absolutely create a career out of this. Um, And I can work, you know, towards building what I want to build. And, you know, even though I continued gaining all this momentum in my career when I would talk to people it'd still be sort of the same thing be like oh isn't that so hard like going into auditions and seeing you know a bunch of other people in the room and yeah it's it's really um it can be really hard I remember the first time I went to my um my first open equity call which is like just think of a big open call like a lot of people I remember walking into the the stage well not the stage but i remember walking into the theater in downtown washington dc and i just remember thinking oh my gosh there are so many people here like how am i ever like you know gonna stand out from them and um spoiler alert i did not get seen that day so that was kind of a bummer um but that was like part of it right i was just starting out. i was in my first year of like professionally pursuing acting after I graduated from college, so I knew this kind of thing was going to happen. And it did happen, and you know, seeing all those people and like not being seen after waiting most of the day, I just remember thinking, oh geez, like, is this how it's always going to be? Um, And that was kind of a fear I had. Um, You know, a year or two after that, I realized it's not always going to be that way, and I just needed to rethink and reframe how everything was sort of set in front of me. And now every time, you know, someone says to me, oh, well, you're an actor, like, isn't that just intimidating to see a bunch of people who look like you in the room who might want the same role or who are going after the same role as you? And I'm like, yeah, like, that's how it is. But I could also ask that of that person as well, right? So let's think about this, let's think about this. So in theater, you like, there's that iconic, not iconic, but I guess that stereotypical idea of an actor, you know, waiting around the building to be seen and like only having, you know, like two seconds in front of the director and like, that's it. And I think that's a really dangerous, I guess, stereotype trope to put out into the world or for people to think that's like what acting and like what auditions are like. Because yes, to some extent, you know, you don't have that much time in the room with the director. Sometimes you are waiting and that's just like a part of it. But I think that's true for most jobs, right? So let's think about this. So let's say that you know someone who is going to interview for a job, right? I'm sure that you know someone in your life um, who has interviewed for a job any kind of job now when you're looking for and this happened to my friends um when they were looking for their first full-time jobs when you're looking for that full-time job what ends up happening is that you know you you're talking to the hiring manager you do an interview um right now uh, most interviews that i'm aware of are um virtual interviews for positions within like companies and corporations um as far as i know and to the people that I personally like talk to on a regular basis who have been looking for jobs throughout this, Um, it's been virtual interviews and I've done a few virtual interviews myself. And, you know, isn't that the same thing? Like if you were to go into, like if you were to go in person, like let's say COVID like wasn't, you know, like affecting everything, um, you know, just affecting everything, that's something that, you know, you would also experience yourself, like, as a prospective employee, as someone who is applying for these jobs, don't you go into interviews, and you go to the building, you go to the location, and you sit down, and can't, like, you're in the waiting room, aren't the other people in the waiting room also being interviewed for that position? Yeah, they are. Like, it's, It's exactly the same thing like you know there's one position or maybe two positions that the company is trying to fill and they're bringing in you know let's say they have six people in the waiting room to interview and I mean that's exactly the same thing as going to an audition and auditioning for certain roles or certain parts and you know they're only going to have to fill a certain number of roles just like a company is only gonna have two positions open So, I mean, isn't that kind of the same thing? Like, I don't know why, um, like, auditions like that get such a bad rap because interviews are exactly the same. Like, you go to the location of which you are looking for your prospective job and then, you know, you sit down and you wait and then maybe you interview. And for performers, the audition is the interview. And, you know, that's as long as that lasts. And then you say thank you and you leave. And maybe you get it and maybe you don't. And I think that you know, if we if we just look at it from a different lens, auditioning for jobs and interviewing for jobs and like the process, it's it's all the same. Like, you know, you find out about um, auditions or job interviews, you apply, you show up, you talk to the interviewer, you talk to the director, you go home. Like, it's it's the same thing. It's just within a different context. And the other thing that I think as to why auditions and, you know, why people have the stigma that having a career in the arts might not be as, you know, as safe or maybe as easy to do as a job in like a traditional career field or on a traditional career path, is that, you know, once you interview for a job and you get that job, you're pretty much set, right? You're pretty much set um if you get the job and then you complete your onboarding and like you start working there you have a job right you don't have to keep looking and i think that you know for well not that i think but i know that for um actors and performers you know you can audition for a job and you can get it but eventually that job or that show or that production run is going to end and once it and like once it does end then you have to find something else so you keep auditioning you keep looking for jobs you keep looking for work and i think that's the biggest difference in why people think that you know being an actor is so much harder because or like you know than maybe a traditional career path because you're always looking for a job you're always looking for work and yes that's true because productions don't last forever um and that's just like the way it is right and contracts don't last forever And that's something that I think that we as artists accept and we're like, oh, hey, yeah. So I'll do this production and then in the meantime, I'll audition and I'll be looking for another job. And I don't think there's anything wrong with always looking for the next job, especially if you're an artist. Like we can see now, especially in like companies and in like corporate America, no one really stays at the same job for 40 years like they used to, right? It's not like they get a job in their 20s. They're there for 40 years at the company and then they retire in their 60s. Like that doesn't really happen anymore. Like I know so many people in my own personal life where it's like they started at a company after school and they've already either switched companies since then or they're looking for um, a company to move to. And there's a lot less, I guess, you know, there's a lot less, you know, of people staying in one place for 40 years. They're moving around. They're trying, you know, different things. Maybe they're trying out new careers, or maybe, you know, the only growth they have in their career is by switching positions into a new company. Maybe that's how they're getting, you know, a growth in their salary. There's actually a lot of like, you know, socioeconomic reasons behind the shift in what working used to be to what it is now for young professionals. And it's actually quite fascinating but I won't get too much into that. But, you know, I think it's a lot more, I think it's a lot more accepting now that people in maybe, um, the corporate and like the corporate world and who work for companies, they'll switch jobs, you know, or they'll switch positions every few years. And maybe they don't stay at one company for an extended period of time. Like, I think that's just the way it is. And it's exactly the same thing with acting, with artists, and with creative careers, right? It's like once you do, like, let's say you're a visual artist and you have a show, you have a, um, a gallery, then that gallery ends, right? Like, your art doesn't stay in that one place for 40 years. Like, it, it just doesn't. And I think that the only reason why that we artists might just get a little bit more um, commentary around like our career choices is because we're the most visible, right? Like that's the biggest thing. We are visible in what we are doing. Like, you know, you see people waiting in long lines out the door at like six in the morning, or you see big groups of people waiting for a two minute audition. Yeah, like that's that's a thing that is part of the industry. But I would argue that the same thing happens with any other job interview, especially in the corporate world. Because, you know, it goes back to there are two positions the company is filling. They bring in six people. Four of those people aren't going to get that position. Two of those people might. And it's not even that, but with auditions, the reason why people are so... Um, i guess visible there are so many people in one place at one time is because these auditions normally only last like you know one or two days so it's like everyone goes there on the same day because that's the only time that they are like the production company or the theater is looking at people to cast whereas with an interview someone could put up a job position and they could be accepting applications on a rolling basis and you know whenever the position is filled that's when it's filled And it's just, it's so different because someone could post up a, um, a job at the first of the month and then they interview, you know, like people throughout that month. And by the 20th of the month, they've seen like 40 applicants and for this one position, but like none of the applicants are like really good. And maybe they've had like, you know, a total of like 60 resumes sent in, but 20 of those resumes of the 60, like didn't make it past the initial round. So it's like rejection as far as you know not getting jobs and not getting work in the theater and like the arts industry and, like those creative um those creative fields like yeah those happen and I guess they're like m- like they're more visible and people know about them because you know people talk about them you look at actors who are like these very famous celebrities and they'll tell you about the things when an interview didn't go well and they're on these talk shows and like tons of people watch these talk shows so when you have an actor or celebrity on a talk show telling you know this this person how awful like this one audition went and like they're like i did not get the job then yeah like there's someone openly discussing their career and like a rejection that they received whereas if you know you go to um you go to one of my like my friends who works in um like the washington dc area for a company and you ask them I mean, they don't openly really talk about if a job interview did or didn't go well, right? So, I think it really all just does go back to the fact that for the creative industry, for artists, performing artists, I think that we're just a lot more visible with our work, and especially with, like, you know, very famous artists, very famous celebrities, like, they're visible, right? They're a celebrity. Like, you know who they are, you know stuff about them. So it's all back to that visibility factor, right? Like, the idea of the arts not being a viable career path, because there's so much more rejection there, and there's so much less, you know, like, quote-unquote, I guess, like, job security. Like, I think that idea is just, A, not true, and B, like, it just, it doesn't make sense, because any industry, you look at any industry and people get rejected. It's not like, you know, with corporate America, you know, people who interview for jobs are automatically shoe-ins, right? Like they're not shoe-ins for those jobs. Like people who I know that have been looking for work during the COVID-19 pandemic, they've said, you know, I've applied to so many places and two two places have gotten back to me. And I think one place is going to give me an interview. Like, That's the statistics on that and the statistics on auditioning are like, I don't know if they're the same or not, because like there are statistics out there, but it's kind of the same process, right? You apply if you're looking for like a job, you apply to so many jobs and maybe 10% of those jobs you get a reply back from. Same thing with acting and with art. You know, if you're an actor, you audition for so many projects and maybe you get 10% of a response back. Or maybe you are a visual artist and you've applied to so many galleries and so many particular places where you can display your art and maybe 10% of those places got back to you. Like, it's all the same process. But back to the idea that once you find a job in like corporate America, like you stop looking because you already have a job. And maybe you'll start looking again if you find out the job isn't a good fit or maybe you're ready to move on. Maybe that's when you start looking again. But, you know, those are... Like kind of like, you know, there's time in between looking for a job and being hired, and then looking for another job and being hired, you know, for something else. Like, at least in my experience, um and my friend's experience with um, you know, working for companies and sort of that kind of career path. Whereas with artists, we're always looking for our next job because we know that you know productions don't last forever projects don't last forever and we always look for the next thing because that's what we want to be doing right we want to keep creating art we create art in this one place and then it's time to go create art somewhere else or time to go create art over here or go create art in this different way and I just think it's so awesome being an artist that I get to work on so many fun and different projects and like I get to live that life and that career and that experience and have fun with what i'm doing not to say that people in jobs where they're maybe sitting at a desk all day they're not having fun and they're not enjoying it because i know a lot of people who really do enjoy their jobs for me at least as an artist the idea that you know like being an artist and looking for work is no different than being someone who is, you know, maybe out of school and they're looking for their first job, like their first full-time position, like a salaried position at a company. Like there's no difference. The only difference is that with people who are like on these creative paths, they know things are like, you know, always changing and they know that they're going to be looking for another job and another project. And that's like part of the exciting thing about like a career in the arts and a career, in like a creative space is that things are always changing you always get to try something new and nothing is like really ever the same so guys i think that this whole idea of the arts being a much more difficult career path to be in i think that's a completely false narrative and a trope that's kind of been thrust upon the industry maybe over the past however many years because of maybe um like scenes in movies or TV shows or whatever it is, like the idea of being an artist and making a career in the arts, it's no different than pursuing a regular nine-to-five job. Like the act of finding work itself, the process, I feel like, you know, it maybe would be specialized in certain areas no matter what industry you're in, but overall it's the same. And I think that when we really look at you know the process being the same if creating art and being an artist is something you really really want like you know in your soul that you want then there's no reason not to go after that because I promise you if you go down a path of um, maybe a creative career or maybe you go down a more traditional career path it's gonna be similar in the sense that you're gonna be looking for work and you're going to get a rejection at some point point. and just because the rejections are more visible in um, artistic careers and creative careers versus someone who is working in um, like corporate America, just because they're more visible for artists and more people see those rejections doesn't mean that the career path is any less worthy of being pursued, right? So I think we need to just get it out of our brains that pursuing a career in the arts is, you know, quote unquote, so difficult because I think the difficulty is kind of, It's kind of similar across the board no matter what industry you're in arts um technology um education like i think it's all pretty similar the only difference is that with artists and creative careers they just tend to be a little bit more visible and that's okay because that's what we choose that's what we love to do and that is something that i think we need to keep in mind that as long as you know like that you love being an artist, and that is what you want to be as a career, then yes, I think that you should go for it. And I think that these ideas that it's harder, like they're not accurate. They're not accurate. And keeping that in mind that whatever career path you choose, especially if it's an artistic career, if you want it, you can go get it. You can go get it and it can make, you can go get it and it can happen for you. It can. Hey guys, that is everything I wanted to say on that topic there. I feel like I got all of my thoughts out and I hope it all made sense um, because I was just really speaking from like, you know, my heart and sort of like I was brain vomiting (laughs) the entire time. But guys, thank you so, so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so happy that you were able to stop by. It would also mean so much to me if you would subscribe to the podcast, rate um, rate the podcast, comment on this episode. Um, and once you do that, take a screenshot and post it on Instagram. Tag me on Instagram at artisticallyboldlife. I would love to see what episode um, you guys are currently listening to. And I love talking to you over on Instagram. So be sure to do that so we can uh, strike up a conversation there. And um, today's uh, episode is sponsored by my free Facebook group, Empowering Artists in Business. If you are an artist of any kind looking to monetize your uh, skill set, come join the Facebook group. We have a bunch of people in there already. We're having awesome discussions and I would love for you to join. Guys, everything that I have mentioned in the podcast today will be linked in the show notes. And until the next episode, I hope you have a great day and I will see you then.